Do you struggle with being a new online entrepreneur? Do you sometimes feel lost and alone in your journey? Or maybe you need some tips and inspiration in how you can market and sell online. Join Valerie Fisher in her weekly show, Changemakers, where she talks to other new online entrepreneurs about how they found the courage to build their brand. The show hopes to inspire other new business owners with stories of our guests' experiences. Also, watch out for solo recordings with our host where she does many trainings of her brain science selling method. Each episode contains powerful information to help you grow your online business, help you with your social media, and build a respected brand. Changemakers, a show by and for online business owners. Again, doing this podcast season four now, season four now of um, Change Makers with Valerie Fisher. And for today, I have a very special guest. This one I resonate with in particular because of the similarities um, in in what we do. And his name is Alex Duma. So welcome, welcome, welcome to the show, Alex. <laughs> yes, thank you, Valerie. Appreciate it. Thank you for the, the warm welcome. Yes. Okay. So this is one question that I always ask my guests. Um, what is that change? Because the, the name is Change Makers. <laughs> what is <the laughs> one change that you wanted in your life, either in your life or something that you want to change in the world that inspired you to start this business? Yeah, great question. But um, the change for me uh, came... Really, when I when I met my wife, um, we started a date. Well, we met at the end of 2005, December 2005, and in January 2006, we became a couple officially. And uh, what was what life was like before that was me feeling very alone, isolated from people, not really connected. Um, always seeking that out, doing. Um, doing things that were really align with, you know, how I was raised, you know, falling to the wrong crowd, trying to impress people, this and that. And she helped me slow that down and really start to look at exploring myself, look at my own personal growth, um, having, you know, we have our two kids together. And, um, you know, that moment, you know, there's been many moments. There's so many moments <laughs> along the way of this journey, this relationship. But I, I would say that's probably a, one of the big catalysts because before that, I really wasn't thinking about the future. I wasn't really inspired by anything. Uh, I, I was just really drifting. Like think of like a, a sailboat or something in the waters. No, <laughs> there's nothing there. There's no wind. There's nothing. I'm just kind of existing, you know, kind of going through the day. And she really helped 
we start to look at purpose and what always has been like a recurring theme in my life is serving people or making people happy or or helping people in some shape or form and i finally got out of my own way like like own cloud as i called it of you know judgment resentment all these things about myself like feeling so negative and started to look at well what would it look what would it be like if i can create some more positivity more abundance in the world more of this not feel afraid not feel scared because i didn't you know I, I didn't like feeling that way it wasn't effective for me it doesn't make it good or bad <laughs> but what i found was wow me carrying around judgments of other people judgments of myself uh, mistrusting people it creates so much separation from us mm-hmm. and like i can't connect to you if i have a judgment of you so i know it's a long answer <laughs> but uh you know that that's really what i would say was uh was the start that was the key for sure so the turning point for you was you found somebody who became like an anchor for you she she anchored you and so yeah. that won't, you know just float around as you said in that vast <laughs> ocean <laughs> yeah. to go and no really no you know no direction when you mentioned about judgment of yourself um what is it that you mean is it like you felt like you were not good enough what were what's what was running through your head yeah uh, a lot of those thoughts a lot of uh self-defeating like what i would call like victim language of like oh this should be this way or uh, expectations people may place on on you you know whether it's family school friends all these things like hey man you're supposed to be doing that or you should be you should be further along or how could you and, and just living in this place of regrets you know one of the things i did with one of my clients is this example this distinction of our remote control And he was running a story by me of just, you know, this person doing this, this person doing this, you know, all this stuff. And I told him, you know, what you're doing is what I did for a lot of years, where in my mind, I have the big screen of my life, I'm watching it, and I'm in this nice movie chair. But what I'm doing is I'm pressing the rewind button. All I'm doing is just my hands pressed on this button. I just keep watching all these things that have passed by. Oh man, I should have been doing that. Oh, I should have talked to her. Oh, I should have did this when this person did that. And it's over, it's done. (laughs) But I'm living life with this, with my hand on that button. And I told them when we get present, when we press play, when we loosen up, when we lighten up, when we're relaxed and we can really see what's happening in front of us and not worried about fast forward and to the future it's going to be there the future is created from who we are right now and so yeah to answer your question my thoughts were all just you're a moron how could you do this you're such a screw up you 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 never get anything right and guess what i create i find all those opportunities like oh man i i messed up Oh, of course I mess up because now that's what I do. That's my identity. I'm always a screw up. I'm always the mess up. I'm always the uh, the lazy one. I'm stupid. Whatever it sounds like for you or you know, for people listening. And we just, we create that. 
and it took a long time to figure out, oh, my words really are powerful. My words really create my world. I've got a, the good book says power and life or death is in the power of the tongue, right? Yeah. So we have to, we get to really be careful and own who we are and what we speak. Yes. First of all, that's a very good analogy of how some people, you know, even me, myself, sometimes live our lives. We look back and we think to ourselves, I could have done something about that. Or why did I decide to do that? You know, why yeah. did I be that guy? Or why did I move to that job? <laughs> there's, always, there's always that self-reprimanding because we keep on, you know, repeating those moments in our head. So thank you very much for that great analogy. And when you said that words really become re your reality, that's that's why that's why I do what I do also, um, and that's what we believe in NLP. Um, you know, for for our listeners, our, my my husband who I love dearly, he always says the word tired. <laughs> <laughs> I hear that word like 50,000 50, times a day. Tired, tired, tired. Right. And so, you know, I, I tell him, can we change the words? Can we say you need a rest mm -hmm. and not just always say you're tired because that then becomes your, your reality. And like what you said, you know, when you define yourself as a screw up just because of one screw up, that's, you know, that affects the rest of your life. You, you know? Yeah. You just failed, but you're not a failure. You just screwed up, but you're not a screw up. Yeah. So it took a long time for me to make that connection with those words, right? Of separating the event from the, the person, from the legacy, not this permanent personality of like, wow, you're just this. I'm like, wow, how can I ever, I, I see other people who are not like that. Right. I see this person who's really elegant or this person who's who's cool and calm and collected. Like, like how do they do that? How do they figure that out? <laughs> you know, they must be gifted. It must be, um, you know, like uh, Marvel Studios. They God wrote on their their um, their superhero card. Oh, they're going to have all these powers in me. I don't get those. It's not available to me. And I've found through. <laughs> conversations through my work that that's not true mm -hmm. we can make changes as we want we can create as we want at any moment and it sounds hokey it sounds like you know you can change your life right now well it it's true it, it doesn't take that much it's just something small and then tiny steps that's that's true you also talk about abundance um yeah how do you define like what you said, some people will say, that's woo-woo. How, how is that? <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> Abundance. What is it? How do you describe it from, from, you know, from your point of view? Yeah, I see it as endless possibilities. And the beautiful thing is that those possibilities can really become reality. I'll tell you this quick story of... Um, yeah, what comes to mind for me this year. So on January 23rd, uh, myself and three of my friends, my, my you know, comrades hosted an event in Arizona and it featured about, we had about just under 300 people in that room, right? 
if you fast forward, I mean, rewind, sorry. We're going to go <laughs> press rewind right now. Um, November is when we decided to make this happen. Mm-hmm. November 11 was when we started discussing it, you know, kind of talking about it. November 18th, our tickets go on sale. What I found for myself through that experience is that I can do anything because if you were to talk to somebody reasonable and say, all right, you're going to put together an event with about 300 people in less than two months. You're going to have this, this, and this happen. You're going to have all these different experiences with people showing up in your life and you're going to, it would take us all day for me to go through the whole thing. What I found being on the stage and it just, you know, your folks proof, like this is, that's me. That's that's from the event. Like that's not manufactured. That's not Photoshop. That's the real deal. And that was a really concrete moment of wow. Anything is possible. Abundance is everywhere for all of us. And it sounds I know it's it sounds corny and like come on, but I invite you, the person listening right now, that possibility. What if? What if you could have everything you want? What if everything was available to you? What would life be like? Would you know? How would things be different? And that's all you need to really just have. It's just, is it even possible? Is it like, what if? And then you act as if, like, oh, this is possible. Yeah, I can have that. I can create this. I can earn this. Like, whatever that goal is for you, whatever it looks like. But I just see abundance as, as honestly as our birthright. You know, I'm a believer of God, and we have creation in our DNA, and He's given us all the tools, everything we need to make everything we want. Mm-hmm. How do you? I'm curious because not everybody is a believer, and you said, you know, like what you said, some people think it's corny. Yeah. What do you tell your clients who are kind of iffy or are afraid to believe? that they, that abundance is their birthright. You know, some people get scared and scared of being disappointed because yeah. they dream of this abundant life and then they don't get it. How do you, how do you encourage them to believe? Yeah. Um, you know, one of the, the distinctions I play with people that I work with is, is this thought of, belief versus certainty mm. you know belief is important uh, i'm not knocking belief you know it it, it it has its place what i see the trouble is is when people are holding on to that as a lifeline like i gotta believe in myself or else i can't do this or i can't have that or whatever it is or i have to believe in myself first before i even try to do and i i get it it's scary it's, you know, whatever that decision is, whatever that thing in your life is that you want to do, I get it. What I invite my clients to look at is the certainty. And this comes from uh, a place of of creation, creating themselves in terms of let's look at your successes. Let's look at this, you know, one person I've worked with for, for a conversation, she was a uh, military vet. Mm-hmm. And... She was kind of just putting herself on the back burner, like, oh, you know, like, I want to grow a coaching business. Uh, I want to do this, but, you know, I, I don't really have it. I'm not 
you know, I'm not really sure, you know, she was going through this dance and, you know, as I was listening to her, I, I, I paused her. I said, Hey, listen, can I tell you about somebody I think is interesting? She's like, okay, sure. And I started reading off all these different accomplishments she has. She has all these years of leadership, of management, of, of taking charge, of, of being that person. And I asked her, all right, I just read this off. So which person do you think is going to show up and be more effective mm. doing what they like want? And she's like, oh my goodness, like, I didn't realize I did all that. I didn't even realize like that was me. Like, yeah. So to answer your question, it's the the constant reminder or, or drawn out of your own brilliance of, wow, you've been here before. You've accomplished so much in your life. You've succeeded here. You succeeded there. Even if you did fail, Mm-hmm. Like, does that does that erase everything that you've been or that you can be? I don't think so. So it's it's just really creating those opportunities and, and that permission with people of are you slowing down enough to like to appreciate yourself? Mm-hmm. Can you just love yourself enough for a bit <laughs> and not be guarded, not be like, oh my goodness, I can't brag, I shouldn't. Like, no, you got to be bold be brave you know, abundance the prosperity all these different things are waiting for you so come meet it halfway i love that i love the the addition of self-love to answer confidence in and embracing abundance because when you love yourself you're right you know when you stop and and think about loving yourself and realizing that you deserve that abundance you actually you know again like what you said it's your birthright but then it has to you it has to come from that self-love i i i really love that um so what you what you what you do is really more coaching clients you do yes yeah that's um that's your kind of that's your space can you tell me just one story of when you realized I love my job, <laughs> you know, that moment when you say, when you tell yourself, Oh my God, I've made such an impact in this person's life. I love my job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. There's, there's so many. So were you asking like the first time I kind of yeah, realized that or the, or, or had that. Horrible. Gosh. Oh, It's an interesting thing for me because the conversations I have with people, I, I just, I'm so amazed by them and I can see so much for them and, you know, whether they have this language of I'm not good enough, blah, 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 or for the people that are like, yeah, I'm going to do this. I'm going to run through this wall and like, yeah, I, I love that, you know, one person that comes to mind off the bat um it's a former client and during our last call he started expressing to me like this big idea of creating like a community center in this in this area and helping out kids and this and that and i'm listening to him i'm like wow this really could happen this will happen if we do put some things in place but i'm like wow that's amazing to have somebody just share with you a dream they have and and not feel 
ashamed or weird or, uh, you know, at first they might be a little bit hesitant because depending on how they're raised, how they're grown up, it's like, be silent, you know, be, be small. And when you help, when I've helped people at least think a bit bigger, it's, it, it fills me up. It, it's, it's really exciting. So it's hard for me to give you one story or the best story or the first time that's happened. I, I think just over time, as you talk to people, as I've listened to people, I'm like, wow, people are so fascinated. It's interesting how our, our experiences really shape who we are. It's mm-hmm. funny. And you're right. I mean, it's amazing how people feel comfortable with you. You know, I did a one-on-one coaching call um, just last night. It's 11 a.m. in the Philippines, so 11 p.m. here. And she was telling me about, you know, her, like what you said, like, Miss, Miss, she calls me Miss Val. I'm stuck here (laughs) and I don't know where to go. It's that comfort of knowing that she's safe with me. I think it's also one of the best, you know, one of the best feelings in the world, knowing that, knowing that they know that we want the best for them as, you know, as, as, as coaches. Um, I have a lot of, I've actually been growing coaches, um, coaches in my, in my community. I started with makers, sales, you know, real estate agents, and now coaches, there's been, Um, a lot of them coming into my community recently as a coach yourself Mm -hmm. these are starting you know they they are not even in the first year of their business many of them how would you encourage them to move you know to 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 really help them grow this or to even encourage them that they are doing this right that there's space for them here Mm -hmm. Because like yeah. said, there's always that, I can't do this. Why am I here? Am I, am yeah. I am even good enough for this? Yeah. I, I would um, share with them that hey, those feelings are normal. Everybody is going through no matter what level, you know, right? We don't want to put anybody on a pedestal and we don't want to put ourselves in prison of, I can't do this or I can't whatever, or she's better than me, or he's so much awesome, like, that doesn't, that doesn't matter. What I would say to be helpful for them is to get on the field Mm -hmm. in terms of having conversations, uh, being coached, whether they can afford their own coach, or they do peer coaching with somebody, just, the coaching is going to be much more powerful as you believe in it as you experience it yourself. And that's not something that you can fake or manufacture. People will see through it, especially when you're doing this type of important work, whether it's, I don't like like to necessarily say niches, but you know, if someone's having a challenge with a relationship or there's a specific business problem or they're looking to improve their health, whatever area expertise you have, that person's, Someone out there is waiting for you to give them a lifeline. There's just more than enough people out here. Nobody, no coach has spoken to all 8 billion people yet. And if they have, then they're going to go to Mars next. And then they're going <laughs> to build their business there. But just know that there's more people available to you than you think. Slow down. Make a difference for them. And um, yeah, just 
yeah, get on the field, make it fun. Don't take this so serious. Take the work serious, but don't take yourself serious. Don't make everything about you. Like, oh my God, I'm a great coach. Now I'm on this pencil level. Like, hey, chill out. You're good. You're going to keep going. You're going to keep growing. And it's never as bad as, oh my goodness, that session sucked. And uh, I can't, you know, <laughs> you beat yourself down. I was like, it wasn't really that bad. Just you learn from it. You know, there's no good sessions, no bad session. There's no good client. There's no bad client. It's, it's up to you. It's who you're being as um, as a coach, as a person, enjoying the opportunity to, to serve people. That's it. Have fun and help people. Yes. Okay. So <laughs> let's wrap this up. Um, my last sure. question is, you you're so great at the giving advice, but I'm sure when you were already starting, when when you were also starting, somebody gave you great advice. Um, so you're now you know um, putting this forward. So what was that advice that was given to you that also changed your life? Yeah. Um, this comes from Rich Lippin. He's one of the authors of the Prosperous Coach. He says a lot: slow down to speed up. Slow down, it, speed up. Yeah. And it took me some under, you know, some trial and error. And then still, it's a, con- it's a constant work in progress of slow your mind down a little bit. Just look at what's happening, observe, really be intentional about what you're doing, and then obviously execute it as best you can. And just, it'll help you do so much more and be productive the more we get the opportunity to slow down. If we're in a conversation with somebody, I'm here with you. I'm talking with you, Val. I'm not thinking about, oh, I have seven emails to send out. And and then I have to do like, I don't even hear you now because <laughs> I'm somewhere else. So slowing down to speed up is, is the best advice I've gotten so far. I love that. Okay. So Alex, where can we find you? Um, do you have, and I know that you have a podcast, so please, please also invite our, our viewers, viewers, listeners in our community to um, your offers, your podcasts, anywhere they can find you. Yeah. Yeah. Appreciate it. Thank you, Val. And you know, this has been a great conversation. Uh, f- uh, most folks can find me on my website, therealalexdumas.com. Um, on social media, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, the handles the, at the real Alex Dumas, and my podcast is a is a daily three minute uh, show for coaches, and it's about my experiences and conversations. It's called Love Serve Care. It's um, three minutes everywhere. You can find it on Apple, Spotify, on Listen Notes. So it's uh, like I said, every day. I'll be giving some inspiration, give you uh, an interesting story of what I experienced in my world. And every month I host a video podcast called Train of Thought. So if anyone in the audience wants to be a part of that, this is a different type of show where it's me coaching that person on the air so they get an experience of what I do. And we use those coaching calls as the episode. So that's where you can find me. And then um, on July 11th, I'm going to be starting up a three-day, well, I'm hosting a three-day intensive for coaches, and this is really for the seasoned coaches who, they're doing well already. You're creating clients, you're, um, you're, you're proven to yourself, you're, you have a track record of success right now, but you might be in a space of things are getting routine, right? It's, it's getting dull, you're getting bored, you're not 
feeling as en enthusiastic about the business and this three-day intensive is really a kickstart to help you skyrocket to the next level whatever that is you're looking for whatever you determine that to be but we're going to really get on the field we're really going to play we're really going to explore a lot of possibilities and it's going to be a powerful three-day virtual um, experience so right now i'm just i'm calling it summer camp you know so if anyone has any questions about that or wants um, to register uh, the real alex dumas.com forward slash camp and they can join in that way and save their seat yep and i will also be sharing the links and um alex's social media and website on the show notes so please for all for for the for the coaches who are listening right now this is your game <laughs> so i feel like to expand and to scale i know some of you listening and i have some people top of mind i'll probably ta tag you when this episode is released just so you're aware that there is something that is happening for you all right thank you thank you alex thank you so much for um, you know, gracing us with your with your presence today. And I wish you luck. Um, good luck on the camp. Good luck on the business. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. So this has been another episode of Changemakers with Valerie Fisher. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Val. Thank you.